Hey everyone, just a quick PSA to say that I goofed up the name of the general who lost the election and was cursed last episode. It was not Quinn. We try and get stuff right, but please never use us as a factual accounting of what actually happened. LARP and one's memory of events is a weird thing. Right, on with the show. It's huge. It's uh, Saturday, um, E3 2022, and it's immediately going into uh, the battle, basically. Uh, Who is the battle against? So we're fighting against the Druze, uh, and we're fighting with Urizen, Highguard, Dawn, and the League. And basically, I should probably have said in the previous, uh, in, in Friday, but basically, when we got the War Scouts report about what we were going to be going into... Um, bear in mind, I have no idea how the whole War Scout game works. Mm-hmm. All of that sort of stuff. So that's all very alien to me. But basically, um, there were lots of things that we kind of had uh, sort of half information on. Like, uh, there will be this thing, but you'll find out its exact property when we get through the gate. So That doesn't sound... Yeah, nice. yeah. There was lots of stuff, so I, but it was it was cool because it actually set up quite an interesting battle where there were so many unknowns. We had to kind of discover it on the field. Uh, it was so it was very tough actually as a battle to operate in a way where information was having to be fed to people as it was revealed. Uh, that was quite quite interesting, just mm-hmm. on the way information passes along the field. Uh, but the main objective that we understood was to find and kill a target, which was basically like this. Um, essentially like master kind of thing that was uh, and then it had a, like a bunch of like um, sort of underlings essentially the way like uh, apprentice versions of it essentially mm-hmm. um, like a magic yeah and we would know who the six other targets were through the way they were kind of dressed and they'd all be carrying these bags basically that was full of herbs <laughs> and if we could retrieve the bags we would get all the herbs right which is like a valuable resource sure uh, so there's that but the other thing was we didn't know the location of the main target so there were four sites that were identified where I think it was four I might be wrong on that actually where there could basically be this ritual performed and if it was performed um, it would basically reveal the location of this uh, character that we had yeah, to then go like and kill ping, <laughs> give you a direction of where they were on the map right? yeah yeah I, I had no idea what that would be bear in mind I assumed in my mind it would be a flare and I'm pretty sure it was a flare in the end but basically I think it was like smoke yeah or something oh. however that I, I have no idea how pyrotechnics works mm-hmm. but whatever um, but yeah we had no idea I had no idea certainly um, and we're kind of so that going as in a strategy and where we're going to sit and how we're going to operate and we're moving uh, how how we're going to sort of engage in the battle it was really cool to have that and everybody was like you know I was walking around everybody checking it everybody was you know good to go you know we and it's like just even organising yourselves and having a chat we, we, me and Bung like yeah. walked down with the army on the way out just to kind of see yeah. oh those was Saturday for Sunday SC. but like no but just seeing everyone muster so really good. cool so good. like sending everyone off to war was pretty awesome yeah and singing <clears throat> uh, walking down as Navardu singing all of that but um, 
one of the really cool things that's part of uh, being in the Navarches is that like we have this amazing singer in uh, I'm going to pronounce this terribly Yelona uh, her um, sort of character has this song that she wrote which is called Fly Free Fly True which is like a song for the Navarches and she sings it like before the battle for us all and we're all singing along with it and just like having that as a thing in the group is so cool and you know it, yeah it's properly badass yeah right? I think like uh, especially in those moments like musicians singers uh, big public speakers can make all the difference for yeah. everyone's engagement in what's happening right the immersion of uh, yeah. especially song is amazing right? like other people as well started singing and things as well it was cool it was really cool it was super duper cool and then um, basically the strategy was uh, Dawn as far as I know went in first then we did and then um, High Guard and the League of Neurozen were one or the other behind each other at the, Didn't at the, the back. League fight on Sunday no, I don't think so. If I if I'm wrong about any of this, then like that that's fine. I'm pretty but, sure the league fought on Sunday. Okay, okay. Or maybe it was mercenaries fought on Sunday. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, it's it's a lot, by the way, to take all of this in because yeah. it's like it's always hard to say with the league as well because they are mercenary. They often are on both battlefields, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that's a yeah. very often happens. As with everything, you're getting my memory version of this, which is probably flawed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Um, so. When we first went through, we basically moved with the entwined class, screened along the line, just basically advanced line forward. And basically what it was, was on the field sort of section, there were these kind of reasonably sized blobs of druge, essentially. Um, some in the woods and some on the field. And it was like, uh, we kind of moved against them quite quickly. And I think that, and these were tough fights as well, it's important to say, Lee, and, and with all of the complexities of different blobs breaking off from each other and taking channels, especially if you're going into that first part of the woods, uh, combined with like fighting on the actual field against another reasonably sized blob, uh, everyone seemed to do extremely well. I mean, I was like sending people uh, to join different bodies of troops, and I was like, t- you know, telling people, you know, you take your people down here and do that, and come back and tell me and stuff. Everybody was really passing information along very well, and. Uh, there was like a stage where we were getting prepped, like just occasional kind of skirmishes along the holding point where the gate was, which is where we knew we had to get through, which is like this area that leads into a deeper wooded section, essentially. Um, and I, I I assumed Dawn might be wrong, had had taken the gate and then allowed made us a beachhead on the other way, on the yes. other side, and then uh, we were going to move through it. But there was enough skirmishing forces to basically kind of keep us, you know, so we had to keep a body of troops back there. So it reached the point where we basically, uh, a group of us kind of led like a a swing round to then kind of hit them from the side uh, in the woods and actually allow, and allow the force to go forward. Maneuver. A flanking manoeuvre, yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, and then we kind of crushed this body of troops quickly and then basically went back to go through the gate. So I took the Navarches through then and there was a good blob of Navarre that started filtering through then. I'm not sure if there was more fighting that emerged, just more skirmishing units behind us. Whoever was part of the rear guard were fantastic because I never heard any problems about it. So I'm assuming that all went absolutely like fantastic. So, um, but during the course of all of this, and this is in the outside section, uh, before we go through the gate, I saw Sinwig's body like laying up against a tree. And uh, the craziness of battle right like even when you're doing really well or you think you're doing really well it's actually very hard to have a perspective of how different areas of the battle are going 
and people can get swept away and die. Yeah. Is this another person that you've witnessed die? Well, no, I didn't actually see them die. I just <clears throat> oh, saw the body. You saw the body. I just saw the body. And I, I basically, so he was like uh, leant against a tree. I, I, I honestly don't, not fully sure how it even happened. Um, but so it was like a moment in the battle and I went over to his body and like, you know, I was talking to him and obviously he was still like, he was terminal basically. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot like I, he had like blood all over him. I lent him and I had like blood smeared on me going through the rest of the, like his blood on me as I was going through the gate. It was like, it, it was a lot. It was cool. It was cool. So um, the, the thing is that like, the, and we're about to enter like the toughest part of the battle, right? Uh, and it's like, it's not been easy so far. You know, um, there's a lot of complexity and all the stuff that happened before that to get to that point. And then... So I have to be like, okay, let's let's get everybody through the gate. Like, I need everybody to move. So I got all my people through and obviously went... Did you get Simwig's body back? Uh, I think somebody stabilised him to the point where he was able to walk back. Okay. Uh, like, I, I, bear in mind, I don't know how that works. ICOC, I've not died before. Uh, so I don't know how, like... Uh, you, you could probably t- say better how it works, because I honestly don't know. Sim- okay, Simwig is also my in-character husband and my LARP husband, uh, Simwig, uh, Callum. He's, like, a really great dude. We love RPing with each other. Mm. And I knew he was going to die, like... And it was, like, one of those things where you're, like, okay, like, Callum's talking about wanting to move nations and, like, all this stuff. And I'm, like, yeah really supportive of him wanting to do it but like at the same time it like dude losing yeah. Callum sucks yeah, yeah. so everything that comes after this is like one of those big feels things where yeah. I'm like oh man like there's a lot of things involved and that's why I think I think it's actually really cool that we as people have got a relationship where as I say somebody can do something like that and actually everybody might be bummed hey, but hey, they actually we'll, really support we'll, it you know we'll what I mean? have lots of time to talk about this stuff actually, yeah we'll so get we there should probably get uh, but yeah so I, I had to kind of really push that because that's a lot I know that's going to be a big moment back with the whole entwined past everything the ramifications <clears> are huge so then I'm like but I have to sort of like get everybody through the gate we gather in there uh, we've kind of made a bunch of sort of salience in different places and we're basically trying to find these bag holders yeah. and uh sort of get these rituals done as far as what i the know bags look like i yeah. never saw one i All literally right. never saw one um but yeah no i heard a lot a, a lot about them uh <laughs> yeah there was lots of people like occasionally running around it's kind of weird because i'm in the middle as where i try to position myself so and in the middle of like a semi-circle if you imagine that as well so and i've got silver leading his group at first on the left and, and him sending people back to me telling me what's going on. But like, even me with my withdrawn position and, and, pro, and a perspective of where I am, I can only look at the portion of the semicircle where I am really mm-hmm. and get like, I rely on them heavily for like what is going on and where I need to deploy people. Um, it was so good though to have incredible people who will do that, like transmit the information in that kind of way uh, and the way that we could move and shift forces was, I, it was it was so impressive. I was so, just so proud of everybody. Communications op, and when you have good people doing it well, it's uh, very very strong, right? Like, and it was it was so I was able to basically we just got into this kind of pattern of sending some navarches on each flank of one of those kind of static lines. Are you behind the line? So there's a line in front of you of people. Yeah, fighting. yeah. So it's all basically all of this is reliant on incredibly 
like you know the people being good at their position of holding and it's holding all of these different salients <clears> as well so it's not like a, a big long line it's lots of broken points and if one starts to go then that threatens another and a dangerous a vulnerable point right so you have to hold certain places at certain times and it's hard it's honestly hard right um because the other side surprise surprise is actually very fucking good right mm-hmm. and um so yeah, we kind of got in this pattern of putting kind of groups on each side of a line and basically shooting in to whittle them down. So then we could kind of push the lines up and help control the. Is fl- this the in flow. the woods? Or yeah, is... this is all in the woods. So this is basically think of it like uh, like pressure gauges going up and down. We're basically trying to in, like push out certain walls to crush certain areas, so then we can redeploy places to other places. Right. Mm-hmm. That's basically how the battle's going from my perspective. All right. So, and all the different nations are involved in this. Like, uh, I'm seeing all that, and different nations are coming through at different times. You know, it's, it's an empire battle, the, the so it's crazy, this, right? This battle is like, what you want to be doing is pushing and threatening, right? Because you want to be able to find these bag holders. Yeah. So, in fact, getting into... There's one thing that I find interesting about a lot of empire fights is people might go out on the field and be like, well, that went really well. And it'll be mm. like, well, all you did was hold the line or do something. Yeah. Yeah. And even holding the line can be a victory sometimes, yes, right? Like it's, uh, but yeah, it's it's. I, I love this idea of trying to chase all these bag holders and get loot off them. Especially telling the players there's loot in them bags is like yeah. red, red rag to a bull, right? But, but it's important to remember, as I said, the, the other side is very fucking good, right? They're filled with extremely competent people who are very good at what they do and are also very organized and know just where to hit you. So there's points where we get overrun. There was a point where uh, Caro, who is newly elected to this general position, gets taken out like way behind lines, right? And it, you know the classic Caro. This, this is, is becoming, becoming a habit. Theme. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. There's an intervention coming. Don't you fucking worry about it. But like, <laughs> like, um, I'm like, you know, I it, it was so bad at the first just to stabilize the line. I was like. We can't lose. Just literally, just like uh, Fire said, we can't lose all these people to try and get him. But when, then we stabilized. Basically, we managed to pull some forces in and stabilize it, and then we could basically get some archers in position. We kind of made like a a push with a bunch of spears and shields and just mad craziness to basically just push it and pull him out. But it was it was crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 then what what happened after that it was just like the ritual had been completed which bear in mind i hadn't actually weirdly not seen any of the rituals i could kind of hear them but i couldn't see any of them because i of my where i was positioned and how i was moving and just making myself visible and stuff um and all of a sudden this smoke goes off which immediately like there's a massive amount of imperials at this point if like I'm in, I'm in the main heart of it, right? I, I could everywhere I look is fucking Imperials, and this flare goes off in a in a corner, and everybody moves, right? And is it like a game, like one of those video games where someone just like drag selects the whole army and clicks there, right? Right there is where we all will go, and all the nightmare and all the awesome that's involved in that was crazy. Like all of a sudden, it was like whole areas just had like swathes of people redeployed to it. And just like in a massive grinder of death. It was crazy. So, uh, but if you do that, then there's multiple flanks that are immediately extremely weak, right? So we're constantly getting pushed as well. The, the, the Druze were phenomenal. Hats off to all the monsters. I love fighting the Druze. They're the best. 
They're the Such best. a good foe, right? Sneaky, they're tricksy. Mean, poison. Yeah. They're bastards. Kill the fuck out of them. Like, you know, yeah, death to the kill Druze. them. They'll kill you. So yeah. we'll kill them first. Great baddies. Yeah, Great yeah, baddies. yeah. They're so good. So, and everyone LPs them really well. Like, I love the whole, like, they're just dicks. Like, real, real fucking dicks. Absolute wankers, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Like, they'll taunt you in, and in, in, in the ways that, like, an absolute dick does. But in, yeah. like, you know. Anyway, so, um, once we get the objective, uh, and it was over before I got there. So, and that, like, so, um, I realized I wasn't going to get over there and probably, I'd, it, all the people I saw weren't going to get there either, so I just got them to deploy with me along basically the flanking line to try and hold it for when we got the thing, because I just assumed that many people were going to get the thing, and I'm not going to be part of it, right? So we're kind of helping that sort of back line withdrawal basically now as, the, as we're kind of going through. But it's it's pretty spicy. It's pretty spicy at this point. It wasn't... Um, it wasn't easy to organize it in the way we were able to organize the, the previous battle in the are second. So event. hard, right? It was this one was really hard, really hard. They did such a good job hitting us on the withdrawal. Different people going down, but at this point the battle had been crazy. I think like really hard. Like I was tired. Everyone was tired. Like people were huffing, and uh, like they got to this these bits where like someone would take someone down, like an Imperial would go down, and the lines would, like, withdraw almost from each other, and, like, people would, like, take it, taking, like, slowing the tempo, right? Just to sort of get a moment, so then... And then it was, like, do we push in and try and get that person back? Or yes. are they going to roll over? And we'd, we'd try, right? And that was so cool. I led, like... I led, like, multiple, there's, there's like, always, retrieval missions. The, the the down in no man's land or just behind the line is always a really tricky emotional situation, isn't it? Like, <sighs> it was tough. So there was, like, I mean, this literally happened, like, five, six times like, with different groups, like, different nations. At this point, it's full withdrawal madness, right? Like, you, you, you've got the 12 to 20 people around you, and they're from anywhere, right? And you're, like, you know, you people... I've got like one of Archer that I can see, so they're coming too. We're gonna go get this person and get them out right now. What the fuck do you mean by you people, Ian? Jesus. It um, was so. <laughs> that was so cool, um, but super hard. Like really hard. Like, and you win some, you lose some. There's some people we didn't get, and that's crazy to like literally have to give up on like trying to retrieve someone because you're gonna lose people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like that was really like. What were the casualties like? Do you know? I have no idea. I think quite a few people actually died. Like, we su- were successful. Um, but I think quite a few people died. It's always interesting, especially non-coming, yeah. the vibe of when people come back from a battle. It, you can really tell what happened. They're like, hey, we won, but it's not like we're mass celebrating. Yeah. It was hard, right? Like, and, and the thing is, you, you're happy about, like, the outcome is really good, right? Really good. Uh, but the losses, especially for us, like, we've lost Sinwig. We know that for sure. Right, we've lost Sinwig, and we're basically at this stage. Uh, oh, Caro got taken down again, and one of these <clears> drives <throat> had to be to get Caro back. And look, at this, he like, gets elected to an army which he's been working towards for ages. And the next battle, he's look, down behind enemy lines. Look, like, I love, mate. I love you, brother, but <laughs> like, mate, like, like, mate, <laughs> the craziness, the hey, craziness. I love what? it. Do I you actually know what? love it. I actually, fair. I, uh, I, I appreciate the live hard, die hard yeah. mentality. It's, oh yeah, Caro's like great. literally one of the last people out. Right, it's crazy. You gotta forget. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's yeah. but it's but it was super. I I managed to basically get like just 
it was really bad, right? It was really bad. Like at this stage, most of the army had gone through was me and the very kind of last body of people before we are out, right? And everybody else does not give a fuck, right? They're out, right? So it's and like Caro goes down. I'm like, geez, we've got to get like, uh, it's like the general's down. We've got to go get him. And it's like literally, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if they're coming to get me. I don't think they're coming to get me. If I'm down at that stage, I think they leave me. Hey, it's that kind of situation. It was crazy. It was crazy. So we rush in and we get him. And this was very, very touch and go because this is one where like I will sacrifice, right? And it's that kind of thing where you're like, you know, you, you're, you're drawing sword at that at that stage and you're literally like pulling him out. It's crazy. We get back uh, and I have no fucking idea how we did that. But um, we get back through the gate and I'm absolutely, I'm basically the last one out and I'm absolutely huffing. I'm so tired. Like it, it, I've, it's mentally been a lot, physically been a lot. So I'm just really, really tired. Uh but the the at the same time like the feeling of it actually like going well like the energy just suddenly came back and i was just like fuck that was really good like you know it was so good and like i was oh, dude i was so proud of everybody but basically uh just cuz i was sort of taking my breath and i was sort of you know the last one out pretty much it was like um yeah, so I was kind of at the back, and then one of my uh, well, basically, an OC thing happened. Uh, I can't really talk about well, it. Don't talk about it. No, but it's more a case of what the result of this, and I wasn't sure how to deal with this as a rule. Was I was so far behind enemy lines resolving this that I didn't know how I was supposed to get back to the players. You know, am I supposed to walk back with my hand up, or do I like I didn't know mechanically how to do it. Right. So I ended up being really, really far back behind enemy lines, right? And basically having to come back. So I, I did it. I see. Was any refs around? I, I, I just didn't think. I didn't. I didn't know what to do. And obviously, I was. T- I was find really tired. I think. Yeah. In the future, I should find a ref. Always find a ref. I just at the although, time. Although that can be just as like I shouldn't dissuade people from going to refs. Go and find a ref. Um, the uh, <clears throat> yeah, or like yeah. I, I honestly don't know. It was just an interesting place to find myself. But what happened was anyway. I just I I see it. So I just had to run back. Like I'm deep behind lines, and it's I like I don't even realize how that bad it is. And two people call out like there's an imperial behind like enemy lines, like they're calling would, out from a ways off. I would say, in my opinion, find a ref. If you can't find a ref and it's been like a big OC thing, just lift your hand up. Yeah, I, I don't know. If if you were I honestly people, didn't know. If you were with people before the OC incident, then fucking yeah. I, I, anyway, it was just one of those things. It was like, one of those things. It actually turned out really cool, but I just thought I'd bring it up because it's like I think in LARP there are a lot of things like that, which is at the moment it's very hard to. You know, and yeah, your time. It takes right? time, right? Like all this stuff is skills, but like that's a great example of something where it's just like, yeah, find a ref. Yeah, I, I should have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This done. isn't a criticism yeah. or anything, but it's more like kind of like I understand, like in the heat of the moment. Like I, I completely agree. I've had moments like this this weekend as well, which is just like in that moment you're so hepped up and like mm. ramped up emotionally for what's happening because of your RPing. It's like yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to remember to it's, kind of have a safety check. You know, I do this sprint back though, and, and this is. See, this is the other side of it. This is what's actually really cool. Because, like, I do this sprint back and this call goes up. And then very, very kind of uh, sort of deeply lord people in the podcast. Remember, there was a character in one of my first battles I ever went on who was uh, Urizeni, 
who basically I fought alongside. Um, and like during the course of the battle, it was like a, it was a pretty decent battle, and we were kind of like we just were, you know, just taking a, a like a, a two minutes. We just sort of talked OC, and he was like, "I'm not really feeling my character, but I think I want to like I really enjoying what we're doing, so I want to do more of that." He was just one of these characters who are kind of like every time, like every time I just see him on the field, I just give him a nod because it was just like one of those cool human interactions. This guy comes running out of the line, right? <laughs> like, fucking great sword ready or whatever. It was crazy. And just, like, comes running out to cut people down behind me so I can run back into the line. It's so cool. It was like... I I think he knows who he is. And I'm, I, I, I can't... I'm, I honestly can't remember his name right now because, like, I don't... I see really know him. Hey, you got to pay your debts, right? But he's so cool. Like, That's what awesome. a great moment. Um, nice. and, and the great thing about that was that immediately put me back in and then I was like super hyped like the battle had gone really well I just got out of like a near death thing right and so that's the whole other side of it right and then I'm with my Navarchers heading out the gate like I'm pretty late out right they're, so they're already huddled and they're like oh yeah you're here and it's like you know it's so cool to be like we all did really well and just enjoy the moment mm-hmm. like like just the hype in the group the energy levels in the group were just so good like such good people giving great vibes to each other amazing um yeah and then basically just uh the the wild thing was i had to just be like silver realistically i've got to get ready for this fashion show which i know is a crazy bonkers thing to suddenly throw out at the end of all of this but uh are you okay sort of taking over organizing some of the skirmishes? Wow. Right? Yeah. And he just, like, by the way, like, I can't praise the guy enough. He was phenomenal all event. I, I think he really loved it. But, like, it's great game to give someone, actually, and to, but, yeah, I mean, it's a lot to ask of somebody as well, right? So he was uh, phenomenal. I, I think, if anything, <clears throat> these last few events have taught me is, like, Honestly, people are looking for game, and like, if you're like, "Hey, take over this responsibility," if people are kind of in that world, then most people yeah. are going to be up for it. It's it's seeing people really do it as well. You know, when you get people who you get like, you actually not only do you want them to do the thing, like you really care for them that they do it well, and then they do, and you're so proud of them. It's yeah. those kind of people that you get that you you know you meet these people in LARP, right? Um, yeah, and so I I just basically had to head back to camp. And sort of get myself prepped up for the fashion show. And it's hot, by the way. Bear in mind, like, this is a really warm event, you know. And I'm having to, like, totally shift gear and get myself in a totally different mindset. And I am actually really nervous about doing this. But strangely, at peace at it with it almost at this point, right? It, it sort of goes in weird places. Um but while I'm going for all of that, you are at the glory square for a fight. No, hold on. You forgot one thing. Losing Fang. Oh, yeah. But you no, lost Fang. Yeah, I didn't. I found out about this. This was weird because... This is what happens when you leave Fang yeah. with the auxiliaries and the scouts. They are like the crack suicide squad, okay? like The scouts are amazing. The, but they are so exposed yeah. and get wiped out so easily. Like, those guys, like, oh my God. I like, know. I think it was like... Uh, dude, look, I see in it. that battle, yeah. they had a rough old time. They do, but look. It's, it, like, anyway, look, I, I see it. Like, it, people do really fucking well hey, at no. in tough, tough situations. Like, dude, yeah. like, it's because of the role they play. It's yeah. not because of their ability of them as a player, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but, you know, we lost Fang. Fang, our darling boy, who yeah. came up from 
being a, a young kid dropped on us yep. to um, to to now being a, a young man and he's joined our group and it's really really great and what do we do? He gets killed. He get, yes, yes. Look now, he I, gets killed. I, look again. Hey, I can't again. take the battlefield right now, Ian. I have uh, medical issues and therefore I can't take the field. Look, Could someone take some responsibility for Fang? I, I hate Anyone to say, I hate to say, I'm afraid I did not see the incident in question. Ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but no, it would. Shame on you, Entwine Paths. Shame yeah. on you all for losing Fang, dear yeah. Fang. Well, I, I, I think I don't know if it was then or in a, a later skirmish. We also lost Ash, who was like a new mm-hmm. uh, player who joined us as well, and who like actually had a lot of fun, like interacting with like the character interactions were really cool. But like you know how you just meet people who like they're like oh they're kind of cool but you don't yeah yeah it's just a shame when someone cut dude yeah. it sucks yeah. it's like we took some absolute massive casualties this time yeah but we're gonna we're gonna get into we're gonna by get the way, there. folks we're gonna get into some real emotional yeah, shit yeah it gets later heavy on. later God damn uh, go on tell us about this voice script for fighting. um so basically I was like oh sweet so hopefully the motion should be passed at Senate and I think the Senate was at two o'clock I want to say if I'm wrong correct me but. So we're like, hey, we should go and f- seek out the Zadkiel. He's going to put the mm-hmm. motion forward, find out what's he, going on. He is on. Dornish, right? He's yeah. a Dornish noble, so we headed over there to go and find out what was going on. And we're like, walk around to the camp, and it's like, so the Glory Square is surrounded three deep, okay? Wow. There's musicians there. There's like, it's it's a real, and all the nations are represented, okay? It's a real... Oh, is this the wizard competition? This is a crazy fucking show, okay? Oh, fuck. Okay, I, don't I really even, want okay. to see this, by the way. So, this is one thing I was sorry I missed out on. We rock up there and like walk around this huge crowd and I'm like, um, we're in game face mode, okay? Like me and Bung are like, we're here to do a job and we yeah. get there and we're like, oh, he's not in his, te- he's not in his big fuck off tent, right? So we're like, and I'm like, oh, I see him. Yeah. He's in the group that are about to go and do this thing. So we walk around and we find Orion with his Varushkin group all like chilling, watching the, uh, yeah. the thing. And they're with the accordion section. And there's like, he's got his guitar and it's, it's like ridiculous. So we rock up basically. And then, uh, yeah, each group walks out. There's three in each team and they have an announcer. Okay. And the announcer kind of <laughs> gives them a, a big old send up, you know? And then the fucking, like some groups don't, but most groups do. And then it's just like your all star list. I saw senators out there. I saw like Cardinal. There was just a whole bunch of things. What Crazy. did I watch, Ian? What did I watch? Yeah. Tell me what I watched. Is it a, a <laughs> battle of wizards? I think so. Because the magic on display was outrageous. It was like um, everyone's cheering. And it seems like one person from each team goes in at a time. And they fight, and when they get knocked out, someone else comes in. But okay. there was loads of jiggery pokery. Oh my god, yeah. the jiggery pokery involved. It's a bunch like, of majors fighting. People it's gonna be coming in from outside. There was like people double teaming. <laughs> there was like uh, there's just... gonna be some slivering uh, fucking uh, Harry Potter going but on. But there were some <laughs> fucking titans in that fucking yeah. thing. There was this this one lady. She fucking I yelled at her and said like she was a fucking badass later in the weekend because I saw her walk past. I literally went like, yeah. "Do you fight in the thing that?" Don't? And she was yeah. like, "Yeah." And I'm just like, "You're a fucking badass." Um, but there were some absolute like, yeah, really fucking good to fight basically. Yeah. And it was like getting towards two o'clock, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, how many senators are here? Yeah. That should be in Senate right now, right? Like, um, yeah, no, yeah. but it, it finished yeah. before two o'clock. But right. um, absolutely bravo to everyone involved. Really, really fun to watch. Um, went to Senate. Turned out they were going to put the motion in, in the evening. 
this obviously is making Gellert like extremely concerned at this stage, yeah. okay? Because this motion happen, has been pushed back so far at this stage that I'm like, oh my god, like is Zadkiel playing like 4D chess with me? And right. I've been completely scuppered by yeah. like the idea that someone's gonna be like, I'll do a motion for you, then every time it comes up it falls through. I'm like, oh my god, like have I been stitched up here? Um but yeah, uh that was awesome. But so yeah, it didn't go the the the, the fucking thing didn't happen but there was an election for Miarin yeah and I'm from Miarin yeah so I went along to cast my vote and it was tough very oh my tough. god and bear in mind candidates like, are strong hey right? Santa Leafy is has been a, a constant source of and I'm talking OC IC here actually OC he's really like he's been like a guy that's like good to like decompress with for me mm-hmm. but like I see he's been really helpful in kind of just talking about how to do things anyway really like the guy um, he's up for election and it says a lot that there were the candidates were so strong yes. I was like man I don't know who I'm going to vote yeah. for like it's like it was a really um, tight one yeah it was um, Leafy came out on top in the end but all the candidates were excellent yes. like really really good and it was a close run thing so I think this is what I loved again it's exactly the same as the, the general positions right like honestly we're just there's a real depth of of, of, of just amazing people there right? were no bad candidates up yeah. there they were, they were all yeah. very worthy of the position yeah. so um, yeah it's it's, it's Hard to over, uh, overcome an incumbent, especially when they're as competent as as, as Leafy is. So, yeah. but yeah, it's a testament that that they went yeah. that far. But yeah, hey, um, go on, Ian. All right, so I decided uh, for myself it was probably good to get to the the market early because uh, I just couldn't hang around the camp and worry about it. Right, I thought I just have to throw myself in and do the thing. Mm-hmm. So I head down to the market. Uh, talk to uh, Hazel about like just last minute can I help with any of that kind of stuff she's got everything under control and it's like yeah it's just just amazing just so good like I did very little to help like uh, just anyway so then I uh, sort of basically decided I'm gonna make some big bubbles I've got all this stuff I've gone through I've got all these so you bailed from the skirmishes because you were too busy yeah. organizing the Navarre, the the, the <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, I just wanted to establish yeah. a timeline. I just wanted yeah, yeah. to establish a timeline. I, yeah, yeah, no, the timeline is. I've got a curious mind, and I'm asking questions. Okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. So, so palm uh, off all the skirmishes. Go and get ready for the fashion show. Yeah. During this, you're like, I need to go and make some bubbles down in the, the market. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just wanted to establish No, that. no, okay. Yeah, I know how bad it looks. But um, it was, I'll say this, it was necessary for me as a person because I needed, no, no, I know, I know. But like, it's interesting because like I needed, uh, I needed to sort of really go like get into the performance of it, right? And like, because that's the only way I thought it would get through it because I thought, because uh, at first it was going to be a case of like maybe we had like these write-ups of what their costumes were about and stuff. It was going to be reading those out and I was like insanely nervous about having to do that. Um, but when we get to the actual show, uh, Hazel just like, just did it, did everything basically. Yeah, and I said, this is a good idea, right? Like if I was doing stuff like that, I would literally say, me reading off of a sheet is probably a bad idea yeah. in this situation, right? Like I know my limits. Yeah. 
have someone that's confident they're doing it and then yeah. riff off them right yeah like, and that's and that's how i ended up going down but one of the things that happened while i was making my bubbles pre the show was just it, it went really well everybody really loved it and i was kind of going around blowing like little bubbles making big bubbles kids are amazing right like it was a lot of fun uh doing all that but while it was going on i was like i was trying to make a show of it right like it's kind of a thing so it was like a a crowd engagement kind of thing almost right uh so i was you know doing all the things like too late too late will be the cry when the man with the bubbles has passed yeah, you by yeah i heard you quote in lockstock um <laughs> look it's a damn good movie I and mean, i shall quote it I, <laughs> but let's keep going you're expressing going. yourself it's i good. am expressing myself it's true but um i found halfway through doing this that i had this kind of thing that when a good bubble came out or something happened i'd be like oh yes and then like when something like when it, when it was like a particularly oh yeah i developed this weird like i went i went deep on some stupidity um i yeah. came across this thing that where there's a, such a thing as chrondology <laughs> and it's like the the, the the search for like like yeah it was bubble stuff basically it was it's super stupid i know but like, why rondo? Because it's not; it's rounder than round. <laughs> so it's rond. <laughs> like, uh, it was, it's dumb. It's dumb shit, right? Like, and I have to say, like, everybody was very good at putting up with it. Because, like, it's one of those things where you honestly don't know where the lines are and what you should do. Sure. So, but I, I, you know, I'm. It's it's going off. I think pretty well. Hopefully, if anybody didn't like it, I'm really I'm sorry. By the way, okay. I think there um, are ways that you can ground all of this in the world. I like to think my performance kind of worked with it. But, but are you like? I would lean into that. You are a performer, then, right? Like, and that's part of like, and I think that's part of half yeah. magic as well, right? It, it like kind of is. Yeah, yeah, kind of. That's kind of but how I'm doing should, it. Like I, I think it, I think it's yeah. worth trying to think about that and con- conceptualize it yeah. within within boundaries of the game. But yeah, hey man, it, it cooled out kids, really well. I heard the kids absolutely loved it it was a nice little display for everyone but yeah. yeah let's talk about your fashion show so the fashion the fashion show is due to start we basically got there's these wonderful kind of the, the market the market where it's based is just like an awesome place to go now and they've got all these benches that had recently been made and we sort of set those up like a big like a runway right uh and there's these sort of um sort of fires kind of there's like a bunch of them that go down in the market so you kind of use that as like the end of the runway and then you come around and come back right um and right, like we, we kind of met all of the people before it started. There were really good vibes, but you know, everyone's nervous. Like everyone's nervous. Um, loads of people turned up, right? Loads of people, and I was kind of like, at this stage, I've been doing all the stuff at the bubbles. I've been really kind of doing the whole talus kind of thing. So, like a bunch of the times before the show started, I was just kind of like walking around where the uh, the the catwalk was going to be just going like oh yes 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 and just like blowing some bubbles and kind of just waving my fan and just generally kind of walking around the place like giving bubbles to people yeah and then I was like when it starts uh, Demetra just like reads off like all of the stuff all the people come out who like look and perform because bear in mind it's like a lot to ask people to like stand out and do all of like like a catwalk and stuff in front of people, like you know all that kind of stuff, right? It's a lot. I mean, you know, and they were fantastic, like absolutely incredible. And I'm just kind of like walking around, essentially, as like I I guess like the hype man, right? The hype man for the show, just like walking up and down the crowd, just like cheering for people, I saying heard, how good I it was. I heard you were very hypey. I was I hopefully very hype. Hopefully, again, hopefully everybody liked it. 
Um, yeah, and but it was just um, a really wonderful show of like um, just pride in the nation. It was like awesome, just everybody coming out. Hey, just... I thought it was really cool that people would show off their kit. It's like, especially from the Navarre, like we're not known for that. Um, uh, I think it was like. I was standing next to Vespasian and we're watching the very end of the show and you yeah. are on another planet at this stage. <laughs> and, but everyone seems to be having a good time and it's like, uh, he said like, oh, I thought I had pride in the nation, but he's turning up to 11. I think this is true. You are. Like I said, I could be critical of yeah. it and say like, I wish it was more grounded within the world. But hey, on a, on a, on a, on a simple interaction level, I think loads of people got loads of fun out of it, and I think yeah. it was really fun. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, afterwards, we're kind of mingling. You know, there's the, there's the classic mingling after a fashion show. Uh, and also, you're just really hype, right? So it's a bit like... It's almost like the energy after the end of the battle, right? Where everyone's just really excited about doing dump, the thing, right? right? Yeah, an adrenaline yeah. dump. Um, and uh, the looking glass, they're in the, uh, the, in the group of people mingling. And I ended up, like, I didn't even realise. I just started talking to him. I'm, like, really channeling, like, Talis stuff right now. And then they're just asking me about, like, my look, right? When did you get the bowl and the straw? Oh, we'll get to that later. That, like, we get to that later. Okay, I just want to establish... That's that not at this point. It, I would have loved if I'd had yeah. uh, the bowl and the straw at this point. I'm sure you had your fan out, though. Oh, the, stage, fan right? was, the fan was out. Um, it, it was, it, yeah, it's bonkers stuff, right? And I'm strutting around. But I didn't even realise that the, the looking glass. Like, I'm riding some crazy place, right? And then I realised they're taking notes and saying, like, and, and stuff. And then they're asking questions. I'm sort of telling them about, like, you know. Oh, my God. All this kind of stuff. It was like, oh I've never, God. like, bear in mind, I've never done anything. You were anything interviewed like by the press. Yeah. While you were, like, fully. <laughs> Jesus. Hopefully. hopefully look, well, I'm, that's going to be an interesting read, that's for sure. Hopefully. Oh, man, it would be so good. Like, that's one of those. I, I was. If the word fabulous isn't featured in that fucking article. <laughs> I'd be oh. very surprised. But honestly, just mingling with people after the show was really, really good fun. Like, just just a great crowd of people. And there was just a great energy in the market, all event in general, actually. Um, after that, it sort of flips around a lot. I mean, uh, what are you kind of up to at this point, actually? Because there's a whole bunch of things. After the sort of the fashion show, are you kind of... Oh, God, I can't even remember, like... Generally, I walked around a lot and then tried to chill out as much as I could. I had a nap at one stage. That might have been when I went for a nap. Right. I, and you, you did go for a nap, yeah. I was exhausted. Yeah. I was absolutely beat. Yeah, I think I went for a nap because there was nothing else I could do in that moment. So I was right. just like, i got to just fucking put my head down for an hour. I think that's what I was doing. Yeah. Um, Exciting, so, I know, uh, listeners. No, no, I think actually, <laughs> actually, though, isn't that... Like there is actually something to be said for like a, a power nap, right? Like man, I like did, getting some I rest. Did. I did not like. I need to make more time for fun and like mm. separate like stressing about like stuff I'm doing with my ambassador role compared to not. Uh, actually, I'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Ian, talk through your okay. Stuff, so um, I kind of I, I got back and then a whole bunch of things happened. Um, there's an inquiry about a potion that's been used in like a past memory, mm-hmm. uh, and this is like a, in this memory a, there was a sort of description of this potion essentially, um, and I was able to identify what it was and what the properties were from how it appeared basically potentially. Okay, 
uh, which is just fun little game to have, right? It's just interesting to that like, you get those kind of inquiries come along. Really cool players. Um, I'm going to pronounce his name horrendously, but it's like Nefir, and he's like the uh, our like pride, um, sort of uh, a pride priest, I suppose. Uh, and yeah, that 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 turns out to be really important later on. Um, after that. Um, I learn, and bear in mind, all this is happening, and we're, I'm still preparing for the fact that like, we're going to have the telling for Sinwig, which is a major thing that I have to be there for, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to happen at seven, right? Yeah, this is going to happen at seven, uh, but we didn't even know that at that time. We hadn't even set the time because it's a lot's going on, right? And no, we're we, all said busy. It, we said it after the battle, right? I don't think we did, or you I did. didn't. I didn't hear about it. You until definitely, that. Yeah, yeah, you definitely did. Okay, but anyway. Um, I, I learned during that time that one of the Navarchers had been struck by a Dornish captain. During one of the skirmishes, right? Yeah. Was it like, yeah, they, yeah. they had I, ordered them to get into the line and the Navarcha had refused yeah. and had cleaved him across the face, I heard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. That like, sounds very dramatic, by the way. Cleaved across the I face know, I know. is very dramatic. Exactly. Like, I can't even this. picture that happening. Like, yeah. how did two players be like, oh, I'm going to cleave you, but across the face sounds very dramatic to Of me. course, of course. Like, uh, bear in mind, I was not there. Like, um, but the reality is that I have to, like, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal, right? Yeah, you didn't go though. Like, you told Caro, right? And then he went off to the militia, right? Oh no, I was, yeah, I was talking to other people. But did you go and what did you do? Did you go and sort it out? I, I can't talk about. Oh, spicy. Um, yeah. So, look. We shouldn't, have brought it up. we shouldn't even brought it up. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, if it isn't done game yet, then yeah, yeah. we should just not mention it. But yeah, the... Um... But the reality of this was basically, uh, I had, had that suddenly that I was kind of dealing with. And then we go into... I also found out that... That's when I found out about um, uh, Morgan and Ash as well. Like, this was mm-hmm. all happening, like, rapidly. And, and Morgan's a, a member of the uh, Star Seekers, uh, who's like a you know an important person he's going to an important person in the group right so it's like that's another big death and Ash as we went over before was like a, a newer um, sort of person coming to Anvil mm-hmm. uh, and so they're like, they're, there's that ramped on so I'm sitting there and I'm like uh, with the bubbles and at this point the bubbles have like become like a, a thing where I'm like I'm using them like uh, cigarettes right and it's like so I went off to the uh, the corner and I just started like nervously blowing bubbles out, muttering to myself like they stabbed one of my guys, right? Like just like blowing bubbles out, and it was just it was. And people like some people kind of came up to me, and I was like, they stabbed one of my guys, right? It was so good. Um, so it, it, all of this is going on, and then um, it's time for the telling. Uh, oh no! Yeah, then, then sorry, no, before that. Um, like these these players are all still terminal, right? Uh, and I've, the ramifications of all these things are still going on. It's not time yet for the telling when we're going to sort of process it all. So um, I see um, Caddock and he tells me about Morgan's death, right? And he's like, really, you know, it's like a, it's a big deal. And so it's like, it was cool to do like, um, like, Talus's kind of place in the group on like a 
I, I don't know, like a counselling kind of, like who you, a person you would come to to talk to about stuff level. Yeah, your friends with Kallik, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. It kind of worked. So it was kind of like we did the whole thing about talking about, like, you know, what it's like to be a physic and all that kind of RP. It was really cool. The things you see that other people don't see, all of that kind of stuff, right? And, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. And then on the way back, met up with uh, Morgan, uh, and just was, you know, he's terminal, right? So we're just having a chat with him and it was just like, you know, it's it's emotional times, right? He's, this is his first character. You know, you invest a lot of yourself in your first character. He, he's grown to like establish himself, his character. And, you know, now now he's gone, right? Like it's a lot. So it's like, it, you know, it's a major emotional feels going into all of this, right? There's so many different angles, right? Like Fang, you know, Morgan, Ash, Sinwig, it's a lot, right? All leading into this telling. Um, so I knew it was going to be a big one. And again, I was kind of like, oh, man, I really need... Like, I, again, I can't really do the skirmishes at this point. Again, right? Because I really did want to go on one. Like, as I said, I want to do like a battle skirmish a monster. That's kind of what I want to aim for, just physically for what I can manage, right? Mm-hmm. But it was just like... Yeah, no, like it was, it's a lot to have done the stuff I've done so far, like physically, like, and this is going to be a big thing that I have to be there for. And, but it was actually really cool, like Navarre being Navarre, like talking to people and saying like, I have a really important funeral I have to attend. And people just being like, yeah, I totally get you. I'm down. Like, I'll, I'll cover the thing. Don't you worry. I've got you. Mm -hmm. It was like that. There's so many cool people who help you like that. Uh, So massive props to the nation as a whole, really, because for example, the entire past, we got asked if we could give some people for a skirmish, a big one. And it was like, we were like, no, nah, we actually have like something right now we actually can't, right? And like, which, there's quite a few people, right? So it's quite a lot to actually, you know, for everybody else to then swallow up what we, you know, some of that, right? So it was, yeah, Navarre just being fucking awesome, basically. Um, yeah, I, then I decided like what I kind of, uh, after sort of dealing with that and having like all of that sort of weight taken off my mind I was like I'm just gonna chill and RP like you know do some lighter RP nothing massive performative so I just went to where the fireball was and I did like some like meditation there as Talis uh, but like it was cool like what did you do did you sit down and cross legs by the thing no it was more like just sitting down on one of the benches yeah yeah and i just properly like yeah it wasn't like full on full on uh, it's it's hard to say with talis nowadays man like you have to give some like descriptors of what you're doing yeah yeah but it was like it was interesting because i was like i was kind of sitting there just kind of saying like our words as a striding you know from ashes we rise from sorrows we grow and that kind of stuff, right? Okay. And so it was like, I'm geeing myself up for it. Are you talking to yourself? Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. I know all of, I'm, you know, it's weird, potentially. Edgy. So edgy. But um, then it's time to go to the telling. Yeah. I'd... Um... And I'm just going into this, one thing I really wanted to say, sorry, just to, to, to sort of really pop in was like, Bear in mind, I've stepped down from my position in the in the Ashbourne, which means that Bungle has taken my position, and part of that position is to basically run the tellings, which is like an Ashbourne tradition that has basically expanded into the Entwine Pass, and is it was it's just it's was yeah, it's so ex- good. We should explain what that is. A telling yeah. is basically when one of our members dies. What we do is we come together and we tell stories about that person to remember them by. 
And the idea is by telling stories that we can remember who they were and then internalize some of the aspects that were so virtuous about them yeah. and take them onto ourselves, like a yeah. living memory within the story. And that's kind of how we approach this. So the I knew Cal, like Sinwig Callum was going to die. Okay, yeah. So I had um, <clears throat> I put some feelers out to see if I could get um, a couple of people to play potentially or perform. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> If they were available and what that would be involved, and mm. uh, yeah, I managed to get. I, I talked to uh, our friend Pud, who um, plays a wonderful scop in uh, in Wintermark, Caddick, Carrick, 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 yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. Carrick, yeah. But like, took me a little bit of time to track him down. When I did, it was just like, hey, like, explained to him the situation I see, and then gave him like he was like, fine. I was just like. Gave him a couple of coins because it's you know it was polite you know yeah, yeah. it was just like he was like no no, no pay me off I was like listen I'm gonna be a fucking mess later on let me give you a couple of coins now make yeah. sure it's done and then we can sort it out but um like yeah it's a lot for you going in right it's it was, a lot for everyone it was a big emotional thing and it's like I I think it's like we can go into like oh how do we feel about this and all stuff like this but like honestly I just really enjoyed sharing the feels with some really close friends and like mm. really celebrate the experiences we've had over empire it was just really really nice uh, i think bungle did a, a superb job in being the master of ceremonies mm-hmm. uh putting it out and i think like the, we were struggling early right like uh, the first few stories yeah. started coming out about simwig and we were yeah. already pretty upset and then we were like oh yeah we'll stop crying by yeah. we'll let pud play yeah and I was like, it seems almost like cheating because like, I wanted it to be like, I wanted it to be special. I wanted it to be emotional. Yeah. But Jesus. He, oh man, the song was so good. Everyone singing. It's it was a, the perfect song as well. I, I spoke to Pud about it before. And I know this sounds very bad, like it's OC, but it's like, I wanted it to be really good. So like Pud talked to me about which song he was going to sing. It was yeah. just perfect. And it was like, well, it's, it's a song about not being able to tell the stories about somebody. Put it right? this way, there's a big difference between, say, wanting to create a social great environment for some... For, to oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck. That. Like, it was totally worth it. Oh, like, 100%. It amazing. What I'm saying is there's a big difference between doing that and doing something like actually spilling beans on plot that you yes. should explore, I see. Absolutely. They're, they're totally different yeah, 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 fishes yeah, of things. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, like, uh, like the song was perfect because it was about sort of telling stories uh, or not being able to tell stories about a person or not having done that. And then, actually, what we're doing is we're telling the stories of the people. So, yeah. I actually had this perfect note. Yeah. Man, I saw... I'm sitting opposite from Callum, Sinwig. Yeah. And he's barely keeping it together. And I just felt, like, so compelled just to be, like, go over and I gave him a big hug. And we just both erupt in tears and, yeah. like... Callum's ugly crying and like he starts laughing and it's just this big charged emotional fucking yeah. moment and it was just it was just really fucking cool just to experience that with a homie basically yeah. like uh, massively big feels um, huge influences on each other's games and each other's lives as people yeah. as well right? it was uh, I, I wrote a little poem which I probably I, I won't read now it's fine it was it was uh, I wrote a poem about uh, mm. the loss which I then later performed at Songs and Stories um, I shall talk about actually um, but the and then we went for everyone else and like Jim's character Morgan and Fang dying and yeah. uh, it was just this and, and, and Ash it was just 
I had it was this... just awful. It was not awful. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yes. It was amazing. I, like, it was quite interesting because obviously everyone is like RPing like all the things, but there's also a lot. It's like, it's a lot. It's a lot, right? So, but I'm like, where Talis is with it is like very much like, you know, like he literally does the whole thing. Like, why do we tell, why, why do we do the tellings, right? And explains it to the group, right? And that's his kind of thing. And it's like, but then you're, you're also telling a story about Sinwig and doing one for Morgan, for example. Like, do you know what? It's like, I loved how, like, like the Reapers showed up and, yeah. like, they just came to the edge of the the, 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 the camp and just waited solemnly. Yeah. We had some uh, High Guard guys come over and they were there for so uh, Morgan. And, like, Rusty Compass showed up and did, like, yeah. some, like, a Mongolian throat harp it's stuff. so good. And it was just like one of those things where it was just like, I loved how like, because obviously I'm emotionally invested in what's happening, yeah. but to see everyone else just like show up to show respects and like take mm. it so solemnly and seriously. And we laughed at the same time, yeah. we laughed in the tears, but like most people, most of the time were like, we took it on and just really reveled in the the emotions and feelings of that moment. And it, it was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, thank you, Pud, by the way. Yeah, massive thanks else, to Pud. To um, yeah. Um, yeah, really amazing. Yeah. Callum, I'll miss you, buddy. Yeah. In the fucking league with your fancy fucking house friends. He's going to look amazing. Mate, didn't leave me a fucking penny in the world. <laughs> Terrible bloke. He did make me a very inappropriate gift, which is a small vial with a, a, a substance inside of it that looks a lot like a bodily function. And I had a little note attached to it, and then now I have that around my neck now. So that's brilliant. So that's great. <laughs> that's something that Gallup will always carry with him. Uh, very suspicious-looking vial to always remember his husband by. Um, yeah, yeah, awesome though. Um, so after the the telling kind of winds down, uh, this wonderful chap comes along with like these lemon muffins and other kind of really nice eatery stuff uh and the prospect of you can either buy it or you can gamble and the gamble thing is like a wheel that he presses and it spins round and it's like a, a free stage higher and lower but there's a little crown on the wheel as well which is like if during any of the free rolls the spinner lands on the crown you get a crown uh, and it was just like it was just enough like you know what i mean like it was a perfect game a perfect game for like what you want from like LARP RP. If that right? person isn't hustling that game, you're a fool. You should be hustling of course, that game. Of course, of course. Have an pressure yeah. switch on the back. So I go and I'm like, I have this lemon muffin, and I want to gamble for it. And uh, like I'm, you know, again full Talis. So it's like Talis has got like a slight kind of gambling sort of addiction kind of thing. Is like, which I don't lean into probably enough, but it's fine. It's fine. I enjoy it actually. Um, you're just a hedonist at this stage yeah basically and he I, I spin the wheel and it lands on the crown and I win a crown so I get my lemon muffin and the crown and I'm happy as Larry and literally like and this guy is amazing like the RP on all of this is insanely cool and then um, right behind him come in I think some Varushkins and they had for sale uh, a coconut with a straw like a wooden straw and it was 10 rings. And I was like, well, I just earned a crown. 
and I really want that coconut with a straw. So I bought it. And it was such it was such a cool RP just to have like these immediate turnarounds of good fortune. It's, it's just it's like, like your character knows no bounds of ridiculousness. Have you ever seen anything as ridiculous as a man drinking from a bowl with a oversized bamboo fucking straw? Like What's wrong with using your fucking lips on the bowl? Why are you using <laughs> such an impractical fucking drinking device that is very shallow? I know, it's shallow? pretty bad, dude. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's a lot, it's a lot. I, I, I mean... Um, yeah. Hey, but then something really good happened. Yes, so I heard uh, basically... I mean, it's quite late at this point, right? A lot's been going on. Uh, so then uh, Silver comes up to me and he's like... Uh, the skirmishes went really, really well, like really well. And uh, what I heard was like they got like a like a, a massive praise from praise from like the people involved, and like they gave them a bunch of things as a thank you, and like, like it was really cool, right? Just to see like everyone involved really kind of like a, sort of I feel like really established, like there's a, the, a certain the, quality the, to it. They got actual commendation. Yeah, though, I right? think so. I think so. Yeah, <clears throat> which is like a pretty big deal. A pretty big deal. I think Win got one as well. Yeah, I think so. It, and it's it's super cool, right? Yeah, I mean, so I was I so proud of everyone. The military, like they give commendations to units or people that have done something really great, and I think that's such a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. Like if you want to know whether you're fighting hard or organizing the right way or really yeah. kicking ass, like getting a commendation. Absolutely yeah, rocks. I mean, like everyone's just killing it. And bear in mind, like I think it's just all down to just the quality of the people, really, and the, the communication. They're just fantastic. But that was that was really cool. And then um, also on top of that, a chap comes round uh, with like a bag of flint arrowheads, uh, like as a, a sort of a thank you to the Navarches ridiculously cool yeah they looked awesome right and I'm like I'm going around to the people where I know they, where they are and like giving them out it was so cool like what a what an amazing thing to do right like the the feels for everybody like people are emotional you know what I mean it's like a lot right like you know uh, it was super cool it was super cool just as a, as a little thing yeah the keepsake of having an arrowhead as well is like pretty cool yeah as well, it was just it's just awesome RP um, so yeah you, I I, I I've been walking around with security all the time. Uh, right. And basically... How, how credi- credible for context did you believe at this point your like risks to your security were? At that point, not very high because I've been walking around all weekend and like some of the really sketchy shit that had been happening before wasn't happening. Right. Uh, you weren't getting the same vibe, right? Not at all. Like, there was no like... See, I don't even know whether there was stuff happening or not, right? This sure, is, of course. This is a whole conversation, yeah. which I won't go into because a lot of it's kind of... Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, but I was like, I felt pretty confident that no one was trying to kill me. Or at least if they were trying to kill me, they were being lazy ass about it and weren't going to actively try and seek me out, mm. right? So I just decided that I would just leave without Bung and without any other security and just go for a walk around. And it was really nice I'm sure it must be dude I think this is the thing and it goes into what you were saying I think a bit earlier which is like your your game is really intense like and it's like ultimately you, you need to cut a little bit of space aside for yourself to just have fun yeah I need to right? This is, I need to do this like so much more is yeah. to be like here's what I'm going to do as part of my job yeah and then 
like have very clear very this is what we're doing i think it's like different now now i've got the uh neutrality through everything else on top of this is just fucking gravy basically yeah. um because well, that, that's one thing that happened right the neutrality well hold on bit, yeah I, I, spoilers yeah, yeah. like i then went to senate right. um and the yeah it was the big day trying to get my motion through of this neutrality bill Zadkill had a proxy who I've never met before, but they were amazing. They did such right. a good job. But it was one of those, you all go into Senate, there's big hubbub, loads of all the senators are chatting to each other. You're talking to the, I'm talking to people that I know. Then uh, Bam Bam goes around and collects all the weapons of all the different people, which amazing. is quite nice. It's kind of one of those things that you're like, hey, this is now Senate time. Like security is like taking all the weapons, guarding yeah. the door. There's like, now we go into it. And you sit in like a little antechamber. And there was like the, uh, it's not, um, advisor to the Fenny role was up um, and they got held by the incumbent. And then, um, which was cool just seeing yeah. all of that play out. Like all these elections are really good. And again, really good candidates. It, like the, both candidates were excellent. But the, um, then, uh, yeah, then finally I'm up and I have to walk out in front of everyone as an expert witness and they bring the motion forward. And yeah, basically fielding questions from the thing. Um, I think I did pretty good. Um, there was one question I answered that is a debatable answer, which I'm still like, ugh, like, ugh, man. It's tough when you're in the moment, right? And you have to, like, pull something out from what you know, your mind, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's also, like, different perspectives. I think both people could be correct, depending on how you wanted to answer that question. Anyway, shit's complicated. The wording's but, very difficult on the fly, right? But I did have a couple of really nice slam dunks, which were, like, really good, where I was just like, I know this is this is the correct answer to this question. And my motion went through by a, a, a slamming majority, like an absolute landslide yeah. victory. And it was really, really nice. I felt like... Oh, I felt pretty rough about everything. And then to come through the Senate motion that was basically my entire game as a character as an ambassador yeah. which had been set up from the moment I've become ambassador just to try and get this neutrality act through despite everything else despite the liberty pact and all yeah. everything, everything else managed to get this through uh, it felt fucking amazing I literally punched the air as I came out of the Senate um, hooping and hollering amazing. having the best time really really proud of that um, yeah I mean I don't know what's going to happen next with uh, Yarm. Uh, probably nothing good. But hey, at least that's Ashbourne right? did one thing yeah. to try and make things better, right? Like at least one thing I managed to do. Yeah. So hey, I'll fucking take it. I may not be. I don't even know. Like at this stage, I'm like, am I a shit ambassador? Am I a good ambassador? Am I? Am I like? Should someone else be doing this job? Like these are all thoughts that are going through my head, right? Like it's, 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 it's like a really. I'm learning so much on the job yes. and unfortunately a lot of the stuff you learn by just making absolute mardies of situations or, or misunderstanding or whatever the hell it's like yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep trying I'm yeah. gonna keep doing my thing um, I don't know whether I'll, I'll be successful or not in things but what's interesting is it's opened my eyes up to a whole bunch of other aspects of the game which mm. are really cool um different factions that are like really interesting when I talk to them about what's going on with my stuff are like really engaged and really want part of that game so mm -hmm. um, yeah there's some stuff actually I should talk on Sunday there was a uh, like a Dornish lady who's a vigilance priest looking for me and I was just like really curious about some of the information I'll talk about it on Sunday okay. yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, yeah I think I think like 
having a hat is a lot of pressure and mm. it's a, a lot of a new experience dealing with some of the more PvP aspects and like dealing with like players that have played with each other for a long time that have established relationships and you come in like a bull in the china shop right it's difficult yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. but like of course. at the end of the day still worthwhile in my eyes right oh, so, think yeah. of all, all not just the game for yourself but the game that has happened you know outside hey that, I've met radiated. so many awesome people yeah. and it's really cool having people where like when you're talking about like oh these are my and sometimes it can feel like I'm I'm like the only person that's trying to get this done or at least the mm. only, like like it's it, that's not the way it is by the way I'm yeah. always aware there's loads of people trying to help me but like uh, like you, you're kind of powerless is basically what I'm trying to describe right like the sensation that you're like oh yeah. man I'm trying so hard but it doesn't it, you know there yeah. are bigger things at force than I am but then then throughout this you realise like hold on I'm making this like I'm making these really good connections with like minded people who have very similar interests in what yeah. the game is and how to play it and it's so even if I but let me put this way even if I'm like thrown out of office as as ambassador or yeah. we go to war or something like this like um Gellert Ashbourne will continue and yeah. be this will all be part of his story at the end of the day I so. love it like it's it's something that you you actually made happen right like you, you well and other people obviously everybody who helped I, out I don't like, know I think <laughs> I was part of it but I don't know how big a part of it I was like it's interesting we can we can talk yeah, yeah. endlessly about this but yeah sure. let's uh, let's move on so uh, at this stage I've decided that I'm going to, you know, all the stuff with the telling and everything, it was a lot. Like, I'm going to head out and party, right? Like, I just need to sort of cut loose and just uh, get back in the vibe. Uh, so I head off to go to um, a, a place in the Brass Coast where uh, I'm going to listen to some uh, smut reading. If you might remember last time I mentioned the uh, <laughs> Big Daddy Darius's smart readings over in Nebraska. God bless that man and what he does. Oh. <laughs> but uh, on the way, uh, well, while there for a little while, which was great, I was kind of hanging out, uh, I found out that the hospital had been cursed. And Who uh, curses a hospital? I have no idea what happened. Who uh, curses a hospital? Yeah. I mean, there's probably some outrageously good icy reasons for this, but... Um, it, whatever well, happened just the lols I don't even know it's empire who knows why yeah. people do the things they do but like uh, Bastiana's there and I'm like you know we're catching up but she's like hospital's cursed like continuously right like you know every sentence ends with and hospital is cursed because <laughs> it's like such a big thing because um, the RP with all the all the like all of the different people who hang at the hospital the fact that the hospital was cursed was just like everybody. They were like a really grumpy group of like medical sort of experts who had been kicked out of their hospital, right? So, so but uh, each of them taking it in different ways and organizing people in different ways. The RP was insane. But we, uh, so Bastian asked me to be like a, her assistant for when we got people coming in from the skirmish because, of course, hospitals closed. So, uh, there was a couple of skirmishes came through and we sort of stand there basically and she's like that's it Talis put your hand nice and high <laughs> we're like this is so good and then we get this person come in and he's basically like been cleaved in the leg right and we're doing this RP to like fix his leg and I'm like I'll, I'll you know I'll, I'll, I'll throw him some distracting bubbles to like keep his, oh my God. keep his mind off it please come up with some half magic stuff for next time please and, um, please it was like and then we were extracting this sword that was sort of is impaled in him, right? And um, she's like, right, Talis, grab this with me or we'll pull it out. 
and I go and I grab the blade, and she's like, "Not the blade!" <laughs> it's so good. Like, the RP was amazing. That's and then we kind of, you know, we go through all this thing, like healing him up. Um, and, but then hospital is cursed, so uh, Bastian basically just had to stay there. And I decided I, I wanted to head back and listen to the smut reading, and that's I listened to the first story. And then you guys came along. Yeah, we'd done uh, we'd done Senate. Uh, we'd done. We were mooching around. We were trying to find a couple other people. We we're trying to find that Dornish um, person who had, had, had some information for us. So we were trying to look up for them. And then um, we were like, "What time was that invite?" Because you'd written us like on a piece of paper, like a time and a place. Mm. Uh, we looked at it. It was like nine o'clock, and it was like around ten. And we were like, yeah. "Oh, it's still on." I was like, "Hey, let's. Hey, we can try." Sat down there, I think, just as when it was getting going, really. It was uh, it was great. It's good. It's a good time. Uh, Big Daddy Darius is, like, he's awesome. He's, like, holding court. It's reading these smart stories. Like, oh, the voices really are so good. But it's and, like, you like, were suggesting voices. And so, well, it's, it's, more so like a, it's more like a, a smut review rather than yes. a smut reading, I would say. It's, a group a, smut people critique. People are very <laughs> critical of said smut. Um, in fact, some of the smut that we read... <laughs> at first, it started off with a... Uh, like an expose of different uh, models, <laughs> I guess you could say, each with different flavors, likes, and interests. And yeah. then uh, it was a kind of a voting on which of these we preferred. And yeah. it was very telling who was into what. And it was also funny, like, there was that one which was like a lady and she had like a, a sword and a shield and nothing else. <laughs> and um, it was like, who likes her the most? And it, like, everyone, like, everyone there, it was like, Oh, it looks, who's here into martial stuff? And it's like all the all the people that are into like the more martial aspects of the game are really into this, right? And it's like really funny. It, it's just really funny. It was but funny, the yeah. second one was like a story about wow, it was it was a weird story, wasn't it? It was a very strange little story. But the fun thing about it was trying to. He was saying like Darius was like, oh, does this person have an accent? And I was yeah. like, oh, well, I think this person has a uh, a French accent actually, and. Um, <laughs> So for the rest of the story, Darius did one of the characters in a very humorous French accent that was it just oh. made the whole story that much better for its I would I would describe it as awkward sexuality yeah. is how I would describe also, that story. I think it's very important to say all of this is very, very self aware. Yes. Everything is like deeply, we are the joke, right? Everybody participating is the joke, right? Um and it, i think it goes into the, the, the old good old fashioned titillation of stuff without the sometimes negative historical concepts this was a very yeah, it, equal opportunities titillation yes. um <laughs> it, was, it was so funny and uh i think everyone involved had a, had a really wonderful time yeah so after that i don't actually really know where you guys went i pretty I... much i i for the first time all weekend listening to some smut being read out by daddy darius I lay on a uh, lay down and relaxed next yeah. to a fire and enjoyed a drink and it just tiredness washed over me and yeah. I'm not saying this in a oh it was boring and therefore it was more like I think you I really just, were physically exhausted I as was well. just like ah oh, I'm relaxed now it's like yeah. and uh, and I need to I need to think about this so much more as trying to take these opportunities just to chill the fuck out yeah. and like relax I really so nice. wanted you to come um, like, I really wanted you to come I was so pleased you chose yeah, it was to really come. fun uh, and then headed off and basically I pretty much I think we did one we did one lap around dawn and wintermark and then uh, I think I went to bed and instead of just usually we'll, I'll hang with Bang or someone else and we'll chat and I was just like 
I gotta, I gotta hit the hay. Like I had so yeah. much to process on in my mind that I was just yeah. like, I don't even even fell asleep that that quickly. I was just in bed, yeah, listening to the goings on and just being like just in my own thoughts for like a good hour at least an hour at least yeah. an hour but yeah I mean yeah I mean you have been like that. this is the culmination of a lot of things so it's a lot for you yeah, yeah it's also like it's I think it's like if, if I come across as too negative like I don't want to sound that way I think like when life presents you with challenges or, or new things or you see starts that you want to improve yourself sometimes it can be a hard process but I think it was like uh, it it's thought provoking, but I want to learn. I want to kind of take it on and yeah. all that stuff. It's just knackering and yes. means that I need to like take yeah. an early night and, and, and get some I, sleep. <laughs> I, think was, I think it was the right decision, dude. I think it was the right yeah. decision. Um, um, we should, um, yeah. What, what else did you do on the Saturday then, night? Then there's the songs and stories. Um, oh, I forgot. I did my, my poem at songs and stories, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. You didn't say earlier, but like, how did it go? Were you it was all right? good. It was really good. Like, I was kind of nervous going in because basically the whole entire thing was uh, Callum Sinwig had a whole uh, thing where his character used to say, sexy times, and it was a kind of a joke meme thing. So I wanted to turn this kind of silly expression into something quite more serious and, and solemn. Yeah. And that was kind of my intent. I think it came off quite well. Um, I was very aware it was after 10 o'clock when I went there were a lot of very young children there and it kind of like like hey that's there was nothing blue in my story but potentially there could be very blue things coming in at that time of night and I was Mm. like I'm not telling people how to raise their kids but holy shit like be prepared right like what if Captain Prospero rocked up there or <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, cause you can yeah. only tell stories before 11 o'clock usually. Right. Yeah. So whatever you're doing, like, I don't know how I would feel about telling certain stories and I want to tell them as best as I can. Cause I'm entertaining an adult audience, right? Cause yeah. it's, an, it's an adult lot, but um, yeah, it was a little, little off putting having such young people there when I was doing it, if I'm being honest, but Hey, that's what it was. Um, so what did you, so you went to songs and stories. Yeah, but by the, at this point I was there quite late. Uh, I think basically I'd just been pulled. I'd been pulled around on a bunch of different things, including a bunch of stuff I can't talk about, and it it that just kind of like extended things. So I was a lot later to songs and stories, basically towards the end. Mm. Uh, but sitting on the end of Saturday songs and stories, after actually a long time of not doing that, was so good. I got to like join the fire circle and dance as with when uh, the dudes were going which is like uh, this lady who plays like a this recorder breakdown kind of thing it's so good and um and then at the end there's a song that you'll know very well which is like one beat one heart one time one call mm. and it's like this thing where we all gather around the fireball and we're like thrusting swords or whatever weapon you have like over the fire uh, ball in the middle I was right there in the middle loads of really cool people around me it was awesome the big awesome the it was like stories, full on like like I hadn't actually like right because at this time as well like a lot of people have been like approaching me and I've been thinking a lot about like the idea of being sort of dedicated to pride um just because fucking Telus loves the Navarre, right? Like, really loves it. And, um, it, yeah, I just love to be, like, to, to have that. So it was good. But, so it's like, it was a really cool kind of way, because it's like, 
having that as almost like a, a kind of a nice kind of nighttime send off to all of that that idea and what I'm going to try and hopefully do next event uh, was really really cool. Uh, and then there's just like a really cool sort of OC hangout and ming- mingle like after songs and stories. Because that's literally time out, and it's like it's just really nice to walk around with everybody, just talk mm. to everybody. It's nice like chatting to people, like, yeah. out of character and touching base with them as they're outside their character, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's just so awesome. Just it, that whole sort of mood as well. Like everyone's really enjoyed it. Bear in mind, the the part in glass gets sung as well, which is a really cool song to close out songs and stories. It's really fucking cool, and that's just Saturday, basically, just an awesome day. Super heavy. I was so tired. That was the main thing. But look, we're in for uh, Sunday tomorrow. Yeah, we'll come back for Sunday. Thank you. Bye. Bye.